What the hell is even that? People, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. Follow us on all the social medias at Live from 715 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email us if you like at livefrom715 at gmail.com. I almost forgot. <laughs> I hardly ever check it now because, I don't know, you motherfuckers don't ask us any questions. Yeah, they just listen to us and expect us to have all the... Um, all the answers. Yep. <laughs> like, do you think we have stories every week to tell you guys? We're going to start running out of material. We're going to have to start calling this the Liar Podcast. Not as long as I keep going to taverns, we're not going to run out of stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We're down in the basement having a couple bloodies and a couple Ooh. of Steve Wisers. What? You uh, dumb son of a bitch, I'll drink this all <laughs> fucking day. Old uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager. That is really good. Yeah, me and Robert, had, I bought a four-pack of this, and me and Robert were having a, some, a mixed bag of uh, from Nemeth's Southside Market in Appleton. If you guys are looking for specialty beers in the Appleton area, might I recommend going there. Uh, Nema Southside Market, they're a meat market and liquor store. And they <laughs> That's always... how you know it's always the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they got some awesome shit there. They're like one of those little specialty stores. If you ever need to order something, they'll order it for you. Wouldn't it be like one of those, uh, don't they have those in um, like the neighborhoods? I'm trying to think, uh, like uh, Italian kind of neighborhood? Yeah, that's what it kind of reminds me of. But I think they're, I don't know, German-Polish heritage, but... They got all sorts of cool whiskeys that they get in once in a while, and they a ton of beers you never heard of, but they carry you know stuff like this too. So it's it's a nice little place, a little plug for them. I like them; it's really good. Um, last night I went out uh, with Dino and met up with our friend Jenna, and we saw you at the lumberyard DJing. Yes, for, for the cowboy, cowboy Christmas. <laughs> I loved your they, <laughs> Yeah, there were there were two dudes. There was with a lot of cowboy g- hats on and flannels, dressed like they were ranching on Yellowstone. There was a lot of guys who were um, PBR in it, and it wasn't the drink of choice. It was the Professional Bull Riding Association. <laughs> yeah, I saw some guys had like those shirts with yeah. the patches on and shit. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, two guys were dancing on the dance floor together, and I took a snap of them. I'm like. No, nah, man, i never seen Brokeback Mountain either. <laughs> I mean, they were having a good time. They were, they, yeah, it was they were taking, Yeah, they were taking a bunch of girls on the dance floor, and they kept doing the same dance. It almost reminded me of... Um, he's got one move. He rolls the dice. That's it. That, <laughs> he's doing the dice move too much. Do, oh, no. Uh, he's doing the dice move again. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, everybody behaved. Nobody got into a fight. Aw, you know it's not a real cowboy Christmas then. No, not really. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, what I did last night. But uh, bartenders were looking schnazzy. Yes, they were. They uh, one girl had like a Megan uh, and Ke- uh, Kennedy had their cowboy hats on. Yeah, one had a uh, like the the brim of the cowboy hat had like oh, glow the, neon glow neons. Yeah, I saw uh, that. LEDs on it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And the other had a a white one. A nice dress with some. Knee-high that boots. dress almost reminded me of uh, like a, a dress that Nancy Sinatra would have wore back in the '60s. Except it was black, yes, not gold. The, yes. These boots are made for walking. Did yeah. you play that? You shoulda. I did earlier. Oh, man, yeah, I didn't get to. <clears throat> yeah, it, it was so packed that we were like, I don't know, I don't want to stay. Too yeah, long. 
there was a lot of people that actually um uh that i knew they like walked in through the side door they looked at me they waved they looked at the bar they're like <laughs> they waved by to me because there's there was no way that they were going to even get close to you know that's how i felt when i walked in but then i'm like fuck this this is my town i'll do what i want right and I played the machines. I won 120 bucks. Did you really? Yeah. Well, good for you. I remember you were telling me you were up 20 bucks uh, from Double Vision. Yeah, when you got to Lumberyard. And then uh, I put it all back in the machine at Good Vibes, and oh, Dino, Dino won 500 next to me. <laughs> you mean after you guys left Lumberyard? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Then we went to buy it. Because that Wayne's... guy has a horseshoe up his yeah, ass Yeah, don't worry, bud. He put it all back in. Okay. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> Mer- he, Mer- I think he's even for the night. Merry Christmas, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> But uh, I was going to say, otherwise, he was going to have to buy us drinks all next week's <clears throat> Christmas Eve. Well, I'm sure we won't have any problem buying each other drinks that night. No. Plus, it's uh, Jenna's birthday on uh, old-fashioned Christmas night on yep. the 23rd. So hopefully it's not too packed in there, but I got a feeling it's going to well, be. Well, the, probably the best thing to do is get there earlier, yeah. like 7. I'm going to get there probably around 7.30. So I, I mean, I'm going to go earlier in the day to set up. I mean, I don't have to do much setting up. I don't know if I can get a half day that day or not now to go to Screaming O. Oh, okay. But well, we can. I mean, do you have do you uh, do you have any holiday that you get off then? Do you have off that Monday? That Monday. Okay, we can do that Monday. Yeah, we should. I mean, I have off, and I'm sure Robert has off then that Monday. Yeah, we should double check with him. That'd be great. Yeah, we can do that Monday. Sweet. Yeah, I want to just buy something there and open the packs right there. Yeah. But I want to take some stuff too, just in case he's interested in buying. Yeah. Or trade in-store credit. That's the thing to do. In-store credit. Because then they're like, oh, I'll give you 15 for that and 10 for that. So here's like, a How question. about you give me 30 in-store credit instead and I'll buy right now? So I got a question for you. So let's say you magically came across a, I'm just trying to think of a. Like one of those autographed jersey cards? Yeah. With a patch of a game-worn jersey yeah. on it? Would you keep it or would you want to sell it? I'd see what he'd give me right away. And if he lowballed you? I'd, I'd probably still sell it because a lot of that shit, it, see, uh, trading cards for some reason right now are as high as they've been since like the 90s when card collecting was at its height. Yeah. The same thing with comic books. I think it's just because people our age are looking for that nostalgia again. So when we're like 60, that shit's going to go back downhill. Right. Because everybody's going to have the shit again. You well, know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. going to, the, the market's getting flooded right now, so now is the time to buy and sell. Plus, I mean, what happened to all my cards? They're in a box somewhere in my parents' shed somewhere doing nothing. I don't look at them. I don't, you know, why hold on to it? I like the experience of opening the cards is what you want, so just keep, as long as you're even, keep fucking buying and selling. So, Okay, I guess this is another question. Let's say it is a so I have that Julio Rodriguez rookie card right now, and he was rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Is that I'd, something that you I'd would sell hold it on right now? Because what if he gets hurt next year and gone forever? That card's going to be worthless in five years, ten years. I would sell it immediately if he gives you a deep. I don't. I wouldn't even care what he offered me if it was enough to buy something else at the store. I just sell it. Now, do you take that kind of risk where he's like, if you get that graded and depending on the grading, it's to, or- then it's his problem, you know, getting it graded, getting it sold, paying the overhead to have it and keep it. And because if you just keep it, you got to make sure it, what if it gets damaged? What if it gets, you know, 
then you're screwed. Yeah. Um, my outlook on that is just to have fun with it and buy and sell and keep just having the fun with it. I wouldn't hold anything for, I mean, what are the chances he's going to be the greatest baseball player to ever live? No, I know that. You know? Yeah, you never know. That's why I would just be like, give it to me. What happens if you had a Geoff Jenkins rookie card? Oh, that I'm hanging on. I'm going to put that on a plaque and put it it down here in the bar. I'm going to put it on a plaque, but it was a Ryan Braun plaque, and I'm going to take Ryan Braun's card out and put Geoff Jenkins in there. Even Richie Sexton grabbing his nutsack all the time when he goes to step up at the plate. Yep. He always had that problem. Classic. Uh, Obviously, uh, in the past week, you know, we haven't talked, but the Brewers actually did some shit, finally. I didn't see too much about that. All I saw was the, like, New York has the best pitchers in all the land. Yeah, the Mets. On the Mets and the Yankees. Yes. Like, the top eight pitchers are all in New York, Mm -hmm. pretty much. But, um... The, and uh, their and their salary is the equivalent of like ten other teams. <laughs> yeah, the Brewers are the Brewers got Wilson Contreras, yeah, which is a twenty four year old catcher. Which is he's you no, know, he's a great because I play fantasy baseball. He's always one of the top catchers to get on your team because he's a good hitting catcher. He's like a Mike Piazza. Yeah, there hasn't been too many good hitting catchers across the league as long as I've been alive that I mean you can literally name them on both hands yeah type deal so yeah getting a good catcher is always especially having five years controlled on a rookie deal yeah I mean mean, that's that if he really shines then it's the best deal you could possibly make because this is what they're calling the hater trade so the guy that they traded for him and two pitchers was the guy that they got for the hater trade well one of the guys so not too shabby. Yep. Oh, you had another story about the lumberyard DJing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, sorry, okay. So we got to go back to what happened. Let's go back to yep. Cowboy Christmas at the lumberyard. <laughs> I told BD this last night. I said, I got some great content for tomorrow. Um, so anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm DJing. You know, everybody's all having a good time. And There's then we had to be fairly drunk oh chick with God. a cowboy hat on. Yes. and Dancing uh, and almost falling over. Yes. By herself while her boyfriend or her husband, I don't know who he was, he was like walking away from her, and I'm like, I kind of felt like, why is she over by me the whole time? Mm-hmm. Anyway, she would come over by me, by the DJ booth, and then she would say to me, "I don't have my readers on, but what song is next?" Well, well, why do you need your readers to know what song is next? Okay, but she was slurring her words, and she kept coming over by, and every time she was coming over by me, I'm like, "Fuck, did she she shit her pants over here?" <laughs> and I'm like, she had to have stepped. It almost seemed like every time that she walked over. Like she would go outside, walk in manure, then come back in, and then stand right by me. Maybe and she was a real farmer girl, and she was wearing <laughs> she her was, fucking farmer boots. Her eyes were half open. Her makeup looked like she was Courtney Love times three. <laughs> um, and the cowboy had to not hide anything. Like you know, if she was gonna, you know, it's like some will like try to make it look like they'll put the the brim of the cowboy hat in the front yeah. down, so it'd be like all you can see is her nose and her lips. It's it was like, sort of askew and way back, and it's yeah. like, hey, Annie Oakley. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she every time she came over, there, she would she slur her words, and then she at one point uh, after you left, she grazed, uh, she put her arm on my back, and she kept Ooh. like going in farther, and then all of a sudden, I'm like kind of like looking at her boyfriend. Uh, husband whatever he is and i'm just like mm, you know like get your you know yeah. get your side piece get out of here this sleuth off of yeah me. 
And so finally he goes and he grabs her. And then they just started arguing. And I'm like, I swear to God, if I started I'm this. I'm just here to work. Yeah. <laughs> and I, if I had to have any type of girl go like that and try to hit on me that way or, you know, drop ass in front of me, she better be fucking hot. Yeah. This this girl was a negative point five in my rating. She would have she would have hogtied you for sure. Oh, like as soon as you tried to run away, she would have lassoed you and fucking tied your hands and feet together and wrapped around and <laughs> shot up for a time. It even looked like her hair. Like it, it yeah, it like looked parts pretty mad. Like, I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not I'm not big on criticizing other people's looks, but if you were going out uh, for a night on the town, girl, you uh you missed the mark. That tail and mane is not looking correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody t- somebody put that horse down. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down. Uh, oh boy. But yeah, I mean that's that's what you get for uh DJing a cowboy Christmas with a shit grinning um bunch of yokels. Yeah. So but. yeah, that, <laughs> that happened last night. Oh man. I'm hoping uh old fashioned Christmas at vibes is better. Yeah. But I got a feeling it's gonna be fucking packed. It's going to. But but it's always good, like I said, it's always better to get a seat. You wanna know what? Get a seat over by me. Where my DJ booth is right there. Are you going to be in the corner by yep. the jukebox area? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to get a seat right on that. I'm actually going to I'm gonna uh, Christmas tree light it, line it off so people don't go past it because I have to have a wire that goes to the mixer for their system. Yeah. Well, yeah, if I sit over there, then nobody will be fucking around over there. Right. And even if somebody comes, they're going to come around my way on the right side, and you'll be on the left, so you'll, be, yeah. you'll have more than enough room. Hooray. And then... We get to have Misfits Christmas, where it's all us losers who <laughs> don't have family shit going on. Because, no, we do, because but we, we go have, later. Well, no, our uh, well, we go early to like church service and stuff, yeah. and open on Christmas Eve, and then yep. Saturday is usually when people do their family Christmas stuff or Christmas Day, which is on a Sunday Sunday this year, and people have Monday off, so maybe it won't be so packed at Wayne's. For our misfits, I Christmas. guarantee it'll still. It always is packed. It's the only bar around here that's open on Christmas Eve. Well, I thought no D DV is DV gonna is. be open. Yeah, too. sorry, DV is. Yeah, um, but it's just better for us because all we have to do is more or less walk, and it's you don't and fuck play through. towers all night until yeah, you we, don't fuck and you don't fuck we see through. Hans Gruber fall off Nakatomi <laughs> so Plaza. So did you hear what uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis said about Die Hard? No. So Bruce Willis, they asked him the question: Bruce, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And he goes, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Whatever. He's His uh, health is dwindling, I heard. <laughs> is for sure a Christmas movie. I'm surprised movie. that they're not going to probably put him in another Die Hard movie, just like they did with Indiana Jones. In no, I, I guess, like, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's got, like, problems speaking now. So his acting oh, might great. be suffering. Another Val Kilmer. I hope not. Did you? If anybody hasn't watched the documentary called Val, I think it's on Amazon Prime or, or uh, no, it's on uh, Pe- Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Peacock, and it might be on Prime too. But boy, I, he got throat cancer, so he can't talk anymore. He talks through like an electronic box. So his son was making the documentary while he was going through that and whatever surgery he had to get to basically take out his vocal cords. It was happening during, so instead of uh, Val having most of it 
his son is narrating the whole thing. Um, it's fucking sad, but it's, you know. Did you know what? He keeps did, persevering. Did, so. did you know how they actually did his voice um, on um, Maverick? I didn't watch the Top Gun Maverick. I, I didn't watch Top Gun Maverick either, but um, obviously yeah, um, they showed just a scene, and they were talking about it, um, how he was talking about it. It was like kind of a groggy kind of Val Kilmer talk. Mm-hmm. Um, what it was, it was actually AI generated. It actually took his voices from all the movies before, yep. and then they actually had when he would talk, um, the AI voice would actually when they go back to production and editing, yep. that the AI voiced Val Kimmer. So people might think that it was Val Kimmer talking. It was actually an AI generated voice. Yep. They, I mean, they. I remember when they first did that with like a, a Super Bowl commercial with John Wayne. Yes. Uh, that was like the first iteration. I was like, what, six or seven years ago? But yeah, it's come leaps and bounds. Speaking of which, I've I'm in the fourth season of Westworld now. Ah, yes. Well, yeah. I, the I'll just say that uh, I watched the first two. Like you know, when they first came out, I had HBO. Um, so I rewatched the first two seasons. Nobody can touch those first two seasons. They're so fucking good. The season three kind of fucking fell off. Where I was like, what the fuck. I mean, it was okay. It did, but it was just not, not as good. It and for some like reason, it... when the that fucking music comes on, the credit music makes me sleepy. <laughs> well, the one thing I hated is like you were like, uh, you're right. I mean, it wasn't like the first two seasons, and it just seemed like it was trying to go from one story to a next to a next in the same sh- in the same episode, and it almost felt like you weren't, you weren't. Um, following a, yeah you weren't following the what the, one yeah i mean they would try to fill every all these characters into that one story and then it would go black and you're like wait is this the end of the episode and then yeah. bam because they would always throw that like suspenseful music at the end mm-hmm. i'm into season four now which is i can already tell it's better than yes, season three um i'm not going to spoil anything for ever, anyone but it's it's more. It seems more plausible and realistic than season three was. Season three was kind of. Season just, three was kind of up. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It was. I'll just say a when throwaway season. When they kind of left. Yeah. The West world. When they left the the West. Yeah. That's where. Yeah, and that was the third season. So. Yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah. But now that that's all happened and season four is happening and like there's a clear villain that is out there. So. It's great. Do you ever have a problem? So I did this. So um, uh, where you get to uh, 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 the last episode of a series or of of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, uh, let me take for this. For instance, Westworld. So uh, two weeks ago, I was on the last episode of Westworld, and I would not watch it. And I don't know why. It's like I didn't want to see the ending yet because I knew that. I had to wait yet uh, then oh, for season, season five. Yeah, yeah, I had to wait for season five. So I almost felt like I wanted to wait for season five to come out for me to finally watch the final episode of season four. Whenever it takes like a year, I usually watch like the last three episodes of the previous season mm-hmm. and then start the... But if they're going to do it week by week and not release it all, I won't watch... That's one thing I can't do is right. watch week to week shows anymore. Like as they come out, I have to wait till the whole season comes out so I can watch two at a time. Yes. Or three at a time on a Sunday or That's something. The, that, that is actually, in a way, that is... Because then if... Especially if you try and watch, like, two different shows week by week, you forget what fucking happened the last week, even with their recap. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't... 
I'd almost rather watch a 12-hour movie than watch 12 one-hour episodes of a show. Um, that seemed like used, that used to be a big thing where it would actually come out with the whole season. But mm-hmm. now they're starting to do like the series episode. And that's why I think, if I was correct, we were talking about the Tom Clancy's... Um, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah, I I've think seen that's... on Prime that it's soon it's coming out. Yeah, December 21st, I think it is. Oh, that's like in a couple days. Yeah, and that's the whole season. But I almost don't want to watch it. But they're it not going to – I bet you they're going to do week by week because that's what they've done with the last couple episodes they've or series that they've done on uh, that's Prime. That's actually a good one. I'm, I'm wondering that myself. Because on Prime they had that uh, Lord of the Rings prequel called like the Rings of Power. And I watched all that, but I couldn't tell you now. Yeah, son of a bitch. I remember right. some of the stuff, but if I would have binge watched it versus watching yeah. it every week, it would have probably been better and I would have retained more of the knowledge from it. So um, you are right. It's just going to be the first episode. It's called Falcon, December 21st. And what? Is there like eight episodes for the season? I'm going to wait the eight weeks yeah, and I will try to, try to like avoid any news about it. Yep. And then just binge watch it in February or something. I'll be ice fishing most of the time anyway in January. Speaking of which, it's going to be fucking sub-zero. Oh, love it. Yep. We're actually going to have ice for our Lions Club Fishing Derby. Yep. Um, but I asked our buddy Bobby over at White Clay Lake. I'm like, you got the fucking shack out? I asked him, I'm like, you playing cards in the shack yet or what? Because <laughs> I want to play Thunderstruck. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what Thunderstruck is, that's when you're good and drunk and you get a bottle of something and you start ACDC's uh, song Thunderstruck and every time the word thunder you have to take a shot. is, uh, well, you got a bottle to pass around. Right. Or like the, a 40 or something. And every time the word thunder goes, thunder. a guy starts drinking and he can't stop drinking until thunder is said again and he passes it on to the next person. So if you get stuck with that like 40 second guitar solo when they say thunder for the last time and then it's uh Angus Young like it's like 40 seconds you're chugging it. It's like you get what fucked. an asshole move. <laughs> yeah, I know, but when you start, depending on how many people you have, you don't even know who's going to get it. Right. It's a fun game when you're, you know, <laughs> have no responsibilities. Get out, there at ten, get out there at 8 in the morning, punch oh, your three holes, put don't. your tip-ups, okay, and then you start thunder, and then uh, you uh, wake back up at uh, noon <laughs> yeah. with a huge headache all hanging your, over it. All your tip-ups are up, <laughs> and your line is spooled. And all your friends are just <laughs> laughing at you. Uh, no, they'll be in the same boat with you, and yeah. you've lost. Eighty dollars playing seven, seven and, and a half. half. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh, reminds I can't me. wait. <laughs> well, we're gonna have in February a special. Our live from seven one five fishing derby. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta start looking closer at that to nail it down. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> um, Were we looking at the second weekend? Second or third weekend in February. I was thinking. I got to check my work schedule. Okay. If I'm working at the same place that I'm currently working oh, at. Yes, by the way, um, I do have some... Uh, my mother was the one who actually called you about the interview. Yeah, I, I found know. that out. I, She's like, did he know that it was me? I'm like, I don't know. He didn't say at nothing At first, to me. I didn't. But then when I looked at the uh, staff directory, she's the only Connie in there. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> Must she, have been her. <laughs> yeah, she told me that. Yeah, not, uh, for the... Se- 
you got a second interview. It, it, yeah, it was did like you have two that hours already? long. Oh, really? Yeah. She um, said that. She said that's really good news if you get a second interview. But I think they had like two or three candidates, so at least I'm in the top three in the running. So I mean, if it was like two hour interview, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, did you t- have to go there? Yeah, I went there and like toured all the sites and. Yep. Otherwise, yeah, you would have saw my mom, but she was uh, she took off. Um, she's got off now until yeah. the end of the year. She had to use up. It was all funny because when I was walking out, uh, the the guy was walking me out, and all of a sudden we both looked at each other, like smelled like skunk a little bit, and all of a sudden we got closer to the like front area where people come in to pay yeah. bills, and it reeked like weed. And he looks over at like some of the people in billing and stuff. He's like what the hell are you guys doing up here? And she's like, somebody just came in here to pay their bill, and they must have just hotboxed it in their car before they came up yeah. here because it reeked like weed up there. It was hilarious. I'm like, this is the kind of place I like to work for. <laughs> it is. Uh, so it is a effed up place. Um, I, I'm surprised. What I think my mom's been there for 26 years. She's going to retire, she said, this year. or it's not, not this year, but next year at some point. But just like hearing all these people who, you know, because from November to April, they don't have to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, you know, they don't have to pay, you know, whatever. And they can't get shut off. Yeah. It's you, that energy. You, you, you're you supposed to still pay your bills, but right. they're, you know, in the winter, the law is you can't right. shut off somebody's heat in the middle of winter. But I think the best excuse I've ever heard was is so about four or five years ago, I went to go meet my mother for lunch and I was going to pick her up. So I went up to the office and this lady was just grilling my mother. Like it's her fault. Oh, like a a customer came in? And uh, she was bitching because they turned off her power and her heat uh, after April 15th. (laughs) Did you not get the 18 notices we sent? So (laughs) anyway, she was complaining, whatever. And I just stared at this woman. Like, I'm, like, just staring at her. I'm just waiting for her to say something so I can just say something right back to her, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, this is the uh, excuse, and or th- this is what she told my mother. She goes, you know, thanks to you, I now have to go and return my 70-inch TV that I just got at Walmart <laughs> so, I can pay for, so I can pay for the electricity so I can have a TV to watch. That's yeah. what, exactly what she said. <laughs> And I kind of just looked at my mom, and I just started laughing, and I was like, what in the <laughs> fuck? Maybe don't buy a 70-inch television. <laughs> yeah, but you want to know people look at possessions more. Yeah. Materialistic society. Yep. I Well, once you realize that all those materials will never fill the hole inside of you, <laughs> and you need, to start, you need to start looking inward to make your life better, Um your life then becomes much better because I remember worried about being, you know, like buying shit as status symbol sort of, you know, like a new car or something. I could give a fuck now. As long as it gets me to point A to point, point B, I don't give a shit what my vehicle looks like. Right. As long as it's reliable. Um, and, you know, other shit. I'll make it last as long as possible. I don't give a shit about having a new TV or... I mean, I'd save up for something like that, but I wouldn't just go and buy it when I know my fucking electric and heating bill is due. <laughs> right? <laughs> and there's even been instances where uh, there was, like, uh, uh, people getting arrested. Or, uh, people would, uh, after they got their electricity shut off, 
they would go and they'd illegally run an extension cord to their neighbor's house. <laughs> and that's how they would get their power. And then all of a sudden, the um, white trash beautiful. <laughs> and because it would be in the in the winter time, so you can't really track that extension cord, you know, under the ground. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, the uh, na- the neighbor would kind of wonder why their electricity bill went up, and so would the um, when they come and check the meter, they'd be like, uh, "That something's off," and they would say something to the neighbor, and then all of a sudden, bam, there it was. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's cord. like like stealing cable from your uh, neighbor yeah. back in the day all the time, getting illegal cable, having the cable guy come and. Just hook it into the box. The only reason why you were getting illegal cable was for Skinamax at 1030. (laughs) It was nothing Or Comedy Central so you go watch Chappelle's show. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What was I talking about before? Yeah, so if I got a a different job with better pay and benefits, that'd be nice. But the workload would definitely increase for me. So I don't know what my on-call sort of duties would be. So we'll look into that uh, fishing derby and get a date for all of our friends to join us. Or if you're a listener and you're far away, like England, you know, make the trip. I'll make it worth your while. Did you see? <laughs> um, did did you we see have we... a listener in Italy too? Now, yeah, we gained uh, we gained more listeners now in other countries. So um, it turns out that. Um, we're sorry about what we said about the World Cup. I mean, we do care. Yeah, I mean, go Argentina. <laughs> Argentina won today. I know. And that's did all they I... win the World Cup? They did. They yeah. won in like a, a shootout, like for the third shootout. Did or you something? know that's like one of the countries where I mean, if you can stand the political infrastructure, a lot of expats like uh, go to that area because it's like the Buenos Aires area is apparently beautiful. Okay. And cheap to live in right or at least it used to be now i guess it's a little bit more expensive Buenos but what i was told was that the uh just like in europe you know the inhibitions are a little less who gives a shit i guess women in buenos aires are if they see that you're a successful guy it doesn't matter what you fucking look like so i'm like oh maybe i should go there <laughs> Buenos Aires would not if be I, so bad. If I have a network administrator in fucking Buenos Aires. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I got this came up. Oh, we actually got another We got another country that has now joined us the oh, last time I looked. Who is it? So <clears throat> we have, obviously, the United States, yep. Germany, Canada, Italy, Canada, Brazil. Hey, oh, I love Brazil. I love, I love Brazilian women. Oh, my goodness. United and Kingdom Selena and Vegas. now Japan. Really? Yeah. How do they understand us? <laughs> do, they, do they have like a translator for us? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> so it's a 715. Yeah. I wonder what the Japanese word for live from or phrase for live from is. And then if they say 715. Should I ask Siri how to say live from 715 yeah, in Japan? Please do. Hey, Siri, how do you say live from 715 in Japan? Come on. That is way too long. There, there but you go. That's live from 715. That, <laughs> hey, hey well, shout out to our listener in Japan. Hey, in Japan, do you understand? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I can just picture one of those stupid like anime girls, <laughs> like with a schoolgirl shirt, like <laughs> greeting you. Like, I can't say it again. 
That's um, way too fast. Yeah. But um, the thing is, it, it's stupid how many languages other countries know versus America. If you don't know English in America, that's the only language most people like in school. Most schools, like say in the Philippines or uh, Japan or China or any place in Europe, they know English, German, uh, Japanese, Chinese. I mean, they literally every everybody else in the whole world knows at least three languages, and most Americans only know English because we don't put a focus on that in our schools. So it's if you if you want to learn a foreign language, you have to take it as an elective, and usually it's only Spanish and like French. Yep. And how often are we all? Needing French translations. Ah, oula ella toilet. It means where is the bathroom slash toilet. I know Very that. good. Um, I just want to give a shout out then to our fans because I sent this to Big Daddy. Uh, so they do this thing for Spotify, the end of year wrap. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot what it said. Yeah. Already. So it turns out our podcast, thanks you guys, was in the top fifteen percent most shared globally. Well. When you take into consideration, I think there's like over a hundred million podcasts. Yes, and most of them only have a few episodes. Yeah, and we do it weekly. We are almost guaranteed to be in that top fifteen percent. And it, here was a funny thing. How here's how the listeners spreaded the word. Seventy three percent was direct link. Ten oh. percent uh, by text. Six percent by others. Six percent by Facebook, and five percent by Snapchat. I wonder how they did that. <laughs> Algorithm. Yeah, but how are they sharing our... We don't even don't have know. a Snapchat specifically for live from the 715. I don't And then we're in the top 30% most followed podcast. Hmm. And the last thing is uh, for our fans, um, we have uh, 23 fans as number one fans for our podcast. 23. Well, that's probably our friends Yeah, that only listen to our podcast top five, and no others. <laughs> top five. Uh, we have, top, we have uh, 36 fans who are in our top five. Okay. And we have uh, 37 fans who are in our top 10. Nice. So thank you guys. I mean, that that means... Well, every week we get a couple more followers on uh, Facebook. I think we're up to 156 on the old Facebook. And that was just on Spotify. Yeah. And yeah, we don't know what Apple Podcasts are. Yeah. I know they're on um, Amazon and Google too. Google, yep. On those RRS feeds, so... Whatever, we just do it for fun. We'll see what happens. Anchor does a hell of a job trying to, you know, <clears throat> give us the analytics. Of yeah, that. and I've I've signed up for those like ambassador things so we can get ads someday. But I've also sent out a couple feelers to like, uh, but I haven't gotten responses on any of them. Like uh, Pabst and oh my, like uh, Mohawk <laughs> Liquor Bubbler, Bubbler, and what was the other one <clears throat> that we always use? Oh, that we drink. Like we drink, oh Tito's. Tito's. I sent out a thing to them. How so. about Boone and Crockett? You want us to start drinking that hundred and thirty dollar bottle of whiskey, bourbon yeah. whiskey? You. Uh... Well, what we should do is, you know, maybe like uh, drink responsibly. Although they're doing quite well on their own. Yeah. But what was that uh, brewery in Amro where we had the shots at Gino's? Oh, we should th- find that distillery and send yes. them an email and be like, "Hey, you want to want us to want to be a sponsor of ours? It'll yeah. cost you a couple bottles of booze. That's it." I agree. And then uh, maybe we can get a, each episode can be brought to you by. Maybe we can get a bard sponsor us, and all they have to do is just like give us like a bottle, of whatever, a week, 
a twenty dollar bar tab per week. <laughs> it's a start. Yep. I work cheap. Yeah. For stuff I like. Yeah. Maybe we should contact Upper Deck. <laughs> or Tops. How much? Yep. 90. Or even Screaming O. Maybe he'll, you know. I don't know what he's got to give you know us we like should a do? couple packs per month. We should actually get business cards that we can actually give him and just say, you know, make it look like, yeah, you no, know. maybe we're always thinking we've got, we've got a new year to plan for, for improvements and whatnots. We are uh, also coming up with something big. Me and BD got to get together. We're going to figure out something and uh, something big for the new year. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that. It might uh, not might not work because a lot of the like well we were thinking about we've mentioned it before doing like a cameo (laughs) thing where we get somebody to introduce our podcast when you do like personal messages it's a certain price but if you do a business message it's considerably more is it really yeah like they'll usually have two rates one will say business one will say personal message like a happy birthday or some shit like that so we just gotta we'll see what we can do we'll have to do a little bit more investigating. Well, here, here's another one that you can do. To our listeners out there, why don't you go and uh, record a message? More or less, you are going to be the introductory or the intro for Live for the 715. Or, like, you know how we have those little drops in our, like, of Hulk Hogan and... Yeah. How about you just put in a drop, like, send us a recording of, like, who the fuck are these guys? Or... Those couple assholes in that bar don't know, you know, I don't know, something like that. Something funny, and we'll, for next year. Like Bondwell sucks. Yeah. Just our fans roasting our new us. Years, yeah, our new, our, uh, new year, uh, we will put you in our new, because we're going to have a new intro, outro, um, and we'll put you in that for the whole year. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good idea. Let's do it that way. We should. This is probably going to be our last episode of the year yeah. because there's just too holidays much shit going on. We're in the Lions Club and we mm-hmm. got fishing derby. We just got too much stuff going on. Yeah. So maybe we can do one New Year's Day. And you know what? That wouldn't be because so bad. that's uh, we should have off on that Monday because New Year's Eve is on a yep. Saturday. Saturday. New Year's Day is a Sunday, and you get off the Monday. So. Maybe we'll do that as our first episode of 2023. So are we uh, going to give them until the end of January for this? Or are we going to give them <clears throat> until, I mean, it's a new year for a new episode. Yeah. You just, hey, everybody, just keep it coming. Whenever you hear this, send us something. We can edit it as we go in yep. 2023. You want to roast us? You want to say anything about us? You want to record a whole intro? We can chop it up and... <laughs> Put in what it, whatever we think's funny. Or These cool assholes or... make me want to impregnate my wife again. <laughs> you know when I'm at work. Yeah, maybe we'll have a different intro for every week if yeah. we get enough of them. Be like, you know, somebody's on there and be like, when I'm at work, I like listen to these two stupid fucks. Yeah, you know? just say something. Yeah, because the only thing that we're actually going to keep is just going to be the bad news. That's it. Mm-hmm. We, we can't take. We, we're not. We're not taking away Wade Barrett. I'm afraid I got some bad news. Wade Barrett's the king. Yep. King Barrett. King Barrett. I'm eating this pickle in this Bloody Mary because it's so fucking good. It's really good. And then mixing it with the Elsa Gundo. Yeah. I am quite pleased. You never had a Steve Cold, <laughs> Steve Austin, Broken Skull. You can kiss my ass. What? What? I love watching the, I go through like the Instagram reels yeah. and a lot of the wrestling ones are focused towards me. 
that one classic one where he's like, I came here to Austin and I went to a bar. What? I, I had a beer. What? I had another beer. What? Three beers. What? A Bloody Mary. What? A couple <laughs> just a got couple whiskeys. What? More beer. What? A box of wine. What? He just kept... A bucket of chicken wings. <laughs> he just kept going. And if you actually do get a chance, um, they uh, they did a parody a long time ago, Will Sasso and Steve Austin. And oh, Will yeah. Sasso played Steve Austin, and Steve Austin played like some like uh, little yeah. bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah, like a fanboy for wrestling. Uh, We've mentioned it before, but Dudesy, that podcast is starting to be like up there with bad friends as being one of my favorite yep. podcasts to watch on YouTube. Did you see the one where he had to dress like the crow? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so he was doing the next. Okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not giving anything away, but yeah, you... go watch it for yourselves, but it's called dudesy D U D S E Y. The, the premise of the show is Will Sasso and his friend and Chad. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Will Sasso, he was on mad TV. He's an actor. He's a comedian, comedic actor. Yep. Uh, he's one of the funniest fucking impressionists and like, uh, improvident, improvisational, improvisation. holy shit, I can't Improvisation. Talk. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm here for. Uh, with his, uh, like impressions and everything. And man, it's one of my favorite fucking podcasts to listen to because of Will Sasso. But the premise was they let an AI take control of all their social media, all their like emails, text, everything to make to be sort of like the host of this show and give them topics to talk about and this thing on its own i've talked about it before but i mean they got neil degrasse tyson that they didn't even know that they were going to interview this ai got it you know got it scheduled for them to interview neil degrasse tyson they've gotten like other actors to do bits on their show that they didn't know what was going to happen it's it's pretty good it's funny uh and innovative I don't think anybody else has even attempted that. No. So I mean, go check that out. If you look at it this way, too, like a lot of the shows, like, so you might listen to a podcast. So, okay, so, like, I'm not, like, you know, knocking anybody or anything like that. So, like, Joe Rogan, he knows the guests that he's going to have. Yeah. So he's already got the topics that he's going to be talking about, questions or you know, whatever. Obviously, it might go off topic for a while, but oh, it yeah. goes back into what they're talking about. But, like, with Bad Friends, with Dudesy, even like us, we don't know what we're gonna talk about. No, we don't. I mean, I jot down like a couple words. Like, yeah. I, I've got a, I got like a post-it here that says Westworld. Another thing just says Christmas, and another thing I haven't mentioned yet, but I will later. And then I've got one bad news thing and our comedian of the week. The rest of it, I'm fucking spitballing from the hip. So, uh. But, I mean, even Rogan, he just knows a couple things he wants to ask the person he's interviewing. And uh, he just goes from there, which yeah. is kind of what I do or like to do or what we do. But, uh, yeah, Dudesy is just they don't know what they're going to do when they get there because uh, the AI is sort of directing them to do what they're going to do. So it's fucking hilarious. You should check it out Yeah, on YouTube, Dudesy. Anyway, speaking of YouTube, I was watching this other guy. He's around the Wisconsin area. I think he's from Manitowoc. He's got a YouTube channel called Ed the Diver. And what he does is he goes in rivers and he scuba dives. He cleans up stuff on the bottom of the... But mostly what he does is pick up lures. Okay. And like uh, 
anchors and whatever's down there. And he's got like a kayak above him that he swims back up and puts it on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he cleans everything up and repaints the lures and sells them under his brand. It's really cool just to see some of the shit he finds. But on one of the episodes he found, it was wrapped up in a garbage bag and black electrical tape. It was a lever-action rifle. And apparently in that area, he called the cops about it, and they're like, yeah, there was an unsolved murder where they were looking for a lever-action rifle. So he might have found like the murder weapon of a cold case. Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy. But most of it is just him down, you know, you're viewing what he sees on the bottom of the riverbed as he's picking up lures and stuff. Fish go by him. One time a sturgeon almost hit him in the face. Like, it's just a cool little, he makes short videos of, you know, around Wisconsin rivers like uh, the Fox and Wisconsin River and up by Ocano and stuff. But I think he's based out of Manitowoc. It's a cool little, if you're looking to waste some time at the Divers, a cool little uh, YouTube channel to follow. That is actually kind of cool. But, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I know this isn't right, but we're on a show. Let's talk about this. Okay. So if you had to throw it into a lake or a river or anything, like let's say you murdered somebody, okay, in the murder weapon, where would you throw it? You had to think of one place around here. I know already where I would throw it. I don't think I'd throw it in a body of water. Neither would I. I would either, and I wouldn't put it in, like, concrete or anything because eventually that gets dug up. I would most likely just find a... The best thing, actually, to do would be to find an uprooted tree. Okay. Throw it under the roots of the tree and then cut the tree so it goes back down. The weight of the roots, you know, if... If a tree is uprooted and the full tree is like laying across the ground, yeah. If you cut the tree, the base of the thing falls back flat on the earth. You know what I mean? Yep. So if you threw something under there and then cut the tree off, somebody I mean, the only way to find that would be to take the take out that stump. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that is true. So that's probably what I would do in my murderous rage. because then the grass grows again you can you can't even tell that you can't even tell that it was a windfallen tree you just think somebody cut the tree off a stump you know i throw mine in korth lake (laughs) oh yeah or pensaki it has no bottom it just keeps sinking yep it's got a muck 45 to 50 feet of uh, lake you can't dredge those lakes yeah all you get is Nobody's going to dive that shit, trust me. Yeah. They, it's like going down to the bottom of the ocean. You ain't coming back up. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have to use one of those uh, those diving uh, machines. Oh, the like, submarine little yeah. drones? And they ain't going to bring that to Corth Lake. Um, also, I want to... I, I, I guess maybe I can say this. I mean, I, I know I can say this, but... Anyway, so um, once again, bringing up my mother, she uh, texted all of us yesterday. She, her and her girlfriend, they always like to go out and, you know, have a few wine drinks or whatever. They went to Kroll's can yesterday. I, can I stop you for a second? Yeah. This is, I think this is an old uh, Stephen Wright joke, but sure. he's like, how come nobody, like, bats an eyelash if a girl's like, oh, yeah, me and my girlfriend are going out to eat and... Uh, 
nobody thinks anything of it, but as soon as I say me and my boyfriend are going to shop for handbags, everybody thinks I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, carry on. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, my mom and her girlfriend, whatever, you know, as they like, whatever they, they go, like, they like to go out and have a few drinks, whatever. And mm-hmm. then they went to Kroll's yesterday and they were there and ESPN was there filming. Um, there was hardly anybody there. She said, she texted all of us, uh, me and my two sisters and my brother said, there's hardly anybody here. They're looking for people to like. <laughs> <laughs> like a crowd, it's because you know ESPN, you know the Monday Night Footballs at Lambeau. Oh, I was, I was like, are they doing a documentary? What, yeah, what, yeah, I forgot. Well, anyway, it turns out that Charlie Barons was actually there and he was doing a thing. And Charlie Barons actually then went up to my parent or to my mother, uh, took a picture with him, and uh, did a nice little uh, talk about deer. Can I play no, it? Sure. Yeah, do it. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this right now. This was actually courtesy of my mother, so she sent this to us kids. And I'm going to play this right now. Charlie Barron's right here. And you might hear my mom in the, asking him a question. So here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I need you to tell your folks I says hi. That's important. And don't forget to do that, okay? And while you're out and about, watch out for the deer because, you know, the residual rut is on, okay? I know the Big Bang happened uh, already, but you never know some wandering bucks and you don't want them to hit the front of your Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. I mean, actually, it was kind of cool, you know. So uh, he actually. Um, I remember when he first came out, and you know, was it like three? It was right before the pandemic. He uh, yep. started putting out Manitowoc videos. Walk minute. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. During the pandemic, he had the Manitowoc minute, which I don't know if he does that anymore. I I haven't seen him. I mean, he's gotten to so. It he's doing out, he's doing like tours. So it turns he's out doing theaters. Yeah. So anyway, my mom decided to Google him. We we already knew about him, and my mom knew about your him mom from what? didn't know who he was. No, she, she did. She okay. did, but she she decided to Google more. Yeah. He's worth eight point nine million. I imagine. I mean, I didn't think he would be worth that much. Well, he held him and that other guy started that little film. Uh, the guy you is, betcha isn't he from uh, Iowa? Isn't he that guy? I don't know the, the guy with the, the bushlight, the bushlight guy. Yeah, yeah. You betcha. Yeah, is the name of their little like film company. YouTube they came channel. out with uh, get or uh, keep removing beer, yep. which I got that six pack. We should drink that next time. Fuck yeah, we should. I got that New six Year's pack. Day. Let's do it. Bloodies right. and keep uh, removing, keep removing beers. Yep. But yeah, I, I remember following him when he only had like a thousand yes. or two thousand followers, and now he's got like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand followers. It's crazy. But it's crazy watching that, him evolve like that. Yeah, especially and uh, he, I, if I'm correct, I don't think he's from Manitowoc. I think he's from Appleton, actually. Yeah, but yeah, but still, I mean, that's kind of cool. You His know? little character that he does is a stereotype of it Midwesterner, is. like but, Uper, uh, half Uper, half uh, like North Dakotan almost. His favorite saying, though, to this day, "Go pack and fuck the bears." Yep. <laughs> don't remember, go Packers and fuck, fuck the, bears. the bears. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, I thought that was actually kind of cool. Here, I'll, uh, I'll send you the picture on a text. I'll... Yeah, we got to put that on the old socials. We should. So, are we gonna take the video, right? I don't know if you got a picture. I could post the picture. Should it, my mom in there? It don't matter. Okay. I don't know. It's up to you. Ah, why not? I mean, she's just gonna be famous anyway. <laughs> if there's a hit list out on her. It ain't gonna just you know. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that was actually kind of cool. So, yeah, I'm down. 
I don't like these. I'm hoping because the Packers didn't do so good this year that there's more noon games next year because there was only like four of them this year. Because we had the England game in London, and then we had like four or five night games. Okay. I hate it because we don't get together to watch the fucking games if it's not at noon. Oh, yeah. So maybe we can get a good draft pick and uh, Rodgers comes back and they play all noon games, win the Super Bowl. Then he can retire. <laughs> and then Jordan Love can be the trade bait for somebody better. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, maybe we can uh, do a couple. I saw that the uh, Wisconsin Rafters put out their schedule. They only got, like, five home games on a weekend, Friday nights mainly. Yeah. So as soon as tickets become available, well, actually, right now I should send a group text message to all of us uh, because it's me, you, Robert Dino, Shannon, and Craig, right? Yes, correct. Okay. So... I'll send out the dates that are possible to go to, and then we can all choose what's the best date. Because there's only five to choose from. And then I'll buy the tickets in one hotel room, and then somebody else's, two other people are going to have to get hotel rooms. Well, that should work out. Yeah, it will work out. And then we'll uh, hit up the other supper club. Uh, Fuck, what was the other one in Wisconsin Rapids? We went to the Branding Iron. Yep. But there's another one that's almost like, it's like a half mile away. Um, Let me look it up quick. Oh, we were at, <clears> yeah. <throat> we were just talking about it too. What? The uh, other separate club. For my birthday? Did we talk about that on our? Yeah, we did. We're going to Tomahawk. Well, maybe. We'll, we'll figure it out. We got some time. <laughs> but that would be... Pretty goddamn special to go to that one. Yeah. Otherwise, we can go to Pesci, go to that Embers, too. Oh, yeah, that would work then, too. Yeah. But uh, Wisconsin Rapids had the branding iron, and then this other one, which actually might be better. It's it's named the same thing as the one in Clintonville, Lake Air Supper Club. Yeah. But uh, I saw a couple pictures of that place, and it, the, the inside didn't look as impressive as the branding iron, but again, until you go, you don't know. But they've got just as high ratings. And when we talked to a guy at uh, one of the bars there, oh, yeah, I think I remember talking about the bar. It was called Critters. Yes. <laughs> the old bartender there, he's like, yeah, we got a couple good supper clubs. And we told him we were going to the Branding Iron, me and Robert. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, the place is pretty pricey, but the food's good. And, uh, we didn't know how pricey. Holy shit. But there, then he's like, yeah, otherwise go to Lake Air. That's a great place, too. There's a uh, supper club that follows us, the Blue Heron. Yeah, the Blue Heron and Eagle, Eagle River. River. Um, I just saw that the Wisconsin Supper Club Chasers were actually there. They. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they. Uh, they that was their last post right here is where, I mean, and me looking at all the uh, photos and stuff, holy shit, dude, I can't wait to go there. Well, I've, I've actually been to the resort where that yeah. uh, restaurant is. I think it's called Eagle Waters. I stayed at one of the condos there before for, like, my birthday when I went. For my birthday, I'd go up on a weekend with some friends and rent out, like, a house for rent or get a condo or something just for the weekend and go to the strip club and go bar hopping. And it was always a great time. But that was when the Frontier was open. So now it's Bucktails. Oh, she said, sure, go ahead. What? We can post that picture. Post the picture? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take a look at it and we'll we'll see. Um. What else was I going to? Oh, we were talking about blue heron. 
Oh yeah. Blue Heron, like whenever I check out their uh page, they they look like they've got a pretty fancy, schmancy not your typical I don't know what you'd call it, dive bar supper club with a I don't think they have like a salad bar or anything. Yeah. Like that. But we were talking about It almost about looks that. like a um a fine dining restaurant is what it looks like. Yeah. It has a stage and all that. Yeah, so like they have like musical entertainment. So it's an amalgamation of fine dining, supper club, Slash and entertainment, entertainment plaza venue. There you go. Yeah, <clears throat> but I'm sure we'll hit it. We're we're gonna be doing this for the rest of our lives, bud. Yeah, until we run out of supper clubs. <laughs> and we are and we gonna, run, gonna run, run out of supper, supper clubs because we'll just go back to this once <laughs> exactly, we and, and then, we'll re- review it. Yeah, and they'll <laughs> they'll change hands. Yeah. They'll rename it something else, and then we'll have to go to it again. That's true. We're set. You want to know what somebody actually asked me because I was talking about how we're going to go and review some of our uh, other ones that we did because in the summertime it was crazy. And they're like, well, if they didn't have their A game during that, what makes you think that you should actually? And I was like, you son of a bitch. I'm like, in a way. Just like the Wisconsin lottery, we're giving them a super second chance. (laughs) (laughs) The multiplier. Yeah. We'll give them a second chance because other people, if other people tell you you must have gone on a bad night, because they had a great experience, and you give it such a low score, we'll give we'll give them a second chance. Yeah, but I mean, we might not have it as one of our supper clubs of a month. We might go there just on a whim and just give it a second chance review, but it won't be like our supper club of the month. There, you could also be the one to say this place sucked, but we tried it again. Yeah, see, you could be the uh, the voice for that. Yep. See. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. think of something about food. This tastes like shit, but I guess I'll eat it again. <laughs> yeah. Just put it on a plate. I'll fucking eat it. <laughs> I shouldn't have had too much to drink. Day drink is a bitch while eating. Uh, so, well, I can't remember what I was going to talk about next. One of the downfalls of not having a scheduled show. Yeah. But uh, um, Actually, I do. Uh, so, I did bring up to BD. And thinking that maybe, I don't know, the, well, the, <clears throat> yeah, it would be the first weekend because obviously, well, New Year's Day is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it'd be, okay, fine, the second weekend. So it'd be like the seventh, eighth. Yeah. Looking at maybe it would that would work for our 2023, the start of 2023 separate club of the month in January, um, heading to the Seymour Hotel. Yep. And right? yeah, and it would work out for not only uh, BD, or you know, and then Robert Robert doesn't have Mac, yeah. So that would work out. And my sister Jamie, she oh, wanted yeah. to know. Uh, she uh, texted me last week and wanted to know. She's like, "Gotta let me know." She's like, "And if I can make it, she's like, I'd be." She lives in Kenosha, but she uh, she wants to go and she wants to travel with us to. Um, Go to our January Supper Club of the Month, and then, and then, and then she uh, she uh, sent me then another message. Then following not long after that, which I did tell Big Daddy, I'll see if I can get you guys tickets to the Bucks game too. Oh my God! She got me tickets to the uh, game, damn near courtside for the last game that we were at, mm-hmm. and uh, she's got connects. 
Nice. So, um, it's nice to have friends and family who you get along with. Exactly. Just like me <laughs> yeah. and getting a snowblower. You're, you can get us bought tickets. Yeah, I, I noticed that, that that snowblower, it works now, huh? Yeah. I, I, oh. I saw the, I saw your driveway the first time I ever saw it. Look, like it got snowblown instead yeah. of shoveled. <laughs> I, uh, well, I was talking to Jetta because she was telling me how many snowblowers she's had over the years, and she's never actually <laughs> snowblowed herself. I told her, like, I took the oil out of that, and it was almost tar coming out. It was, was it so really? thick. So I, you know, used some seafoam in it and put some new oil and gas and clean the carburetor and the plugs and yeah, she fires up pretty good. Not a pull start good, but it hooks up with a corded plug with an electric start. Yeah. Start. And uh I mean it takes takes a few seconds by playing with the choke until it fires up and gets running. But what's full choke to half in you? Yep. And prime it a couple times, give a little you know, squeeze that rosebud a little couple times and uh <laughs> Then she runs pretty strong, so I am thankful for that. And then she's like, "Well, maybe she'll look at my other snowblower." So it, because <laughs> she's like, "I've never touched that one." You want to change the oil in it for me? I'm like, "Hey, you gave me a fucking snowblower, absolutely." <clears throat> and she was asking me about uh, her refrigerator water line. I'm like, yeah, "I might be able to do that for you. I have to take a look because she doesn't want to go down in her basement. Oh, okay. Apparently, yeah. it's dank and dark. I'm like, put some lights up." Anyway, pays to be a handyman. It does. Pays to know. Well, it's not so much wanting to be a handyman. It's just that you're so poor you can't afford the services of somebody James Taylor else. has a song called <laughs> I'm Your Handyman. Because uh, I remember when I bought this house, the boiler furnace didn't work. Okay. So I just started looking at a couple parts, and I'm like, well, I don't think this works, so i got to replace this circuit board because it looked like it was water damaged. So that cost me like a hundred and some bucks, and then like the pump for the boiler, I'm like, that looks bad too because I can't put power to it and it doesn't turn over. So that definitely has to be replaced. So that cost me like another eighty or ninety bucks. But once I put those two things in, boy, she fired right the fuck up, and I was good to go. I'm like, hey, I just spent you know less than three hundred dollars to fix my furnace, where it would have cost like twelve hundred if I would have hired somebody. Shannon. Oh yeah, never mind. Well, that this was twelve years ago, so he yeah. was still there. Yeah, I know, but I wasn't. Yeah, that close to him back then. Yeah, and I wouldn't have had the balls to ask him. As no, a he favor. does that on his side. I know, yeah. but I wouldn't have had yeah. the balls to ask him as a favor, you know, type thing. Now I would. <laughs> now you'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing? You coming through Bonnewell? Hey, oh, Jack no, you're Wagon. Not. <laughs> hey, Jack Wagon. <laughs> but." Uh, but now that I've got that experience, I have you know I am more comfortable. What do you think the experience like level of anything now these days? I mean, after people think that they can just do anything after watching a YouTube video, well, can I do mean, anything. I tell you, those fucking things are pretty goddamn helpful. Um, but I didn't have that when I was doing mine. I just I was guessing. I was like, I'll I'll try replacing these two things. If that doesn't work, then I'll call a right. plumber. But. I tried it and it works. So I mean, no. you I know who I really feel bad for right now is the book industry because before YouTube and all that, there was the HVAC for dummies or plumbing for dummies or auto mechanic <laughs> for dummies. And now... <laughs> now they just sell it on Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> it's still out there. Wait, is there even a Kindle anymore? Yeah. Is there really? They actually make one that uh, it's really expensive, but it 
it's got almost a textured textured feel like you're to the screen like you're so holding almost, like you're turning the page so when you're turning when you're swiping to turn the page it has a sound to it and it do people literally lick their i'm their sure they do and then i'm sure they do wow. i'm sure they're that foolish but the lighting on it and uh the the graphics make it look like a real page right. not a lit up screen well i remember when the first kindle came out it was just all in like black gray yeah it wasn't even black and white it was black and gray yeah like the, the well, lettering wasn't black because the, the light if you're yeah. if you're trying to read a lighted screen it strains your eyes out and you can't read as long it gives right. you a headache so that's why this new new kindle it's it's like a dimmed light but it looks like a real page and i guess it's got some texture haptic feedback of some sort that Makes it feel more like a real book. Oh. I'm reading Coyote America right now by Dan Flores. Um, History of coyotes and how they've spread across the United States. And they're more of a nuisance these days than anything. They are. They're they're a big nuisance. I mean. Well, their population exploded after we tried culling out the wolves. So coyotes moved from the west into the Midwest and eastern regions. Um, And it's weird, like. Their biology, like at night when you hear coyotes howling, yep, that's basically a roll call for all the coyotes to let everybody else know who's in the pack. Like, yeah, I'm here. If like you shoot a couple, and all of a sudden there's three coyotes missing out of the pack when they do roll call, yep, the females go into estrus again to get pregnant, and they have bigger litters of pups. So instead of having like a litter of one or two pups, they'll start producing three or four pups because the biology in them is changing to make the pack stronger okay so that's why they just keep multiplying like fuck i hate it's it's kind of crazy but actually in that book they go into like some of the native american history of the coyote and the different pronunciations like coyote and it's kind of cool i'm enjoying it well, thanks, thanks to Audible. I listened to it on the way into work and back home. So I'm uh, I'm almost considering next year. Obviously, next year I gotta go to Reno um, for bowling in the uh, early April. Um, but anyway, um, I've been very seriously thinking about doing a Western train trip. Yeah, through the. Um, the can't well I, I guess I don't know what you would really call those you would call those the uh, the, the the canyons or you know snake river mountain <laughs> yeah um, so anyway I, I did like look into it a little bit more so <coughs> excuse me suck down you can some literally of that Steve you can literally do a, a a train trip from Chicago to Nevada and it's a round trip of three hundred dollars really that's it. Fuck yeah. Can we smoke in the car? Is there a bar car? Uh, I would assume that there would be a bar car. I mean, there, there's, uh, you know, obviously when you do trips like that, um, there's a lot of, like, um, there's bars and stuff like that in cars. But Can I, I've been uh, very intrigued by it, and I, I wanted to do it. There was actually a thing that said that um, there's, like, one of them where it will stop at, like, three stops before you get into Nevada, and it's, like, a, a eight-hour stop. So you can, like, stop in the town, that like, uh, a depot. 
Um, yeah. And then you can go to like, you know, the town markets, whatever, go to the bar, get hammered drunk, and then just walk back onto the train, <laughs> you know, and go into the, can the I put club on my cart. cowboy hat and yeah. hold the thing up? And, and the best thing is nobody knows who the fuck you are. <laughs> um, but I've been actually really intrigued at whatever, and it's actually a round thing. So you actually have the option of uh, uh, taking the train trip there, and then you can either then fly back or then you can get then another train trip, which would be like another three or four days. Yeah. Um, so like one would be like three hundred dollars. The yep. other one would be like three hundred dollars then yep, too. Yep, yep. But then you would take another different uh route. access route then back. Usually it goes through Denver. Yeah. Denver is a huge train hub. Which I actually thought was actually kind of cool because you would see a certain thing, you know, on your way there and on your way back, you would see another different thing and it would stop along the way. Yeah. I think the train goes from well, it goes from Chicago to Denver, but it goes to Denver to Minneapolis too. So you could go take the northern route, yeah, back home if somebody pick you up in Minneapolis. I just know that in Kenosha. So anyway, uh, the one thing I like about um, uh, Chicago, so Chicago, Chicago. Uh, so my sister, uh, she only lives like probably like a couple miles away from the train station, mm-hmm. and uh, we could keep. The vehicle at their house <clears throat> goes down there and deals some drugs. And uh, the, um, the 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 train ride from and it does not. I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe they might change it, but uh, the train ride from uh, Kenosha to downtown Chicago train station is like only twenty dollars. Yeah, on That's the it. L. On the L. Get on the L. And you actually have to drive pet or uh, one of the stops is actually the Naval Station, which is actually yep. kind of cool. Navy Pier. Yep, Navy Pier. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, I have to. I don't know. It's just some. Um, yeah, I want to take some something sort you want to do during the summer, obviously. But. Yeah, I want to take some sort of vacation, and it's. I got to check with my buddy Chad to see when. Austin. Go to Austin because I definitely want to go to Austin. And just hang out for a couple of days, go to comedy, stand up, yeah, all around, and check out some good barbecue and maybe shoot some pigs. <laughs> Was hogs hog hunting down there is premier so yeah there's so many of them but yeah fill up the coolers and drive back take a week because it only takes two days to get down there if you stop in kansas city you can be in austin the second night yeah i, I so if you uh, if you left probably. if you left at like five or six oh, in the you guys morning, are planning on driving down there i do but he might not want to because it's like a I mean, I just but know the that from is, Milwaukee, Milwaukee to Dallas is actually a two-hour flight. Yeah, I know. But I'd, I'd want to go from, like, here to Kansas City, okay. spend a you know a couple hours in you Kansas City. You want to go and get yourself some smoked house ribs. Yeah. But then from Kansas City, the next day you can make it to Austin, you know, in another day. Austin, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> but... If we were to go hog hunting, you almost need to drive, so you take yeah. coolers down and bring the meat back. Yeah, you can't really do that on a plane unless you're going to pay. Yeah, but I'm wondering how that meat. So, like, what would be the difference between that meat versus like a pig? Well, a farm-raised pig is fatter, so there's more fat on it. Uh, I've had wild boar before; it's awesome. Is it really? Like, when you buy pork at the store, it's like sort of pinkish. If you get, like, wild boar, it's deep red, like a steak, like venison. And there's not as much fat on it, but it's still 
it's delicious. And for, you know, you take a one-day hunt, you can shoot, like, up to three pigs for, like, I don't know, $200. So you come back with two coolers full of meat that's going to last you three months of eating wild boar, you know? I guess it's not bad. So that's all in the air. See what we're going to do. But as soon as I know anything, I will let you know. But if I get another job, hope I have better vacation, not just the... Yeah, Two you weeks. Will. You're working for the city now. <laughs> well, the government usually gives you better yeah, they do. time off. Uh, you worked for the government before? I did, and when I left there, they had to pay me out 240 hours of vacation because that's how much I had saved up. Yeah. Nice. 200 and Talk about a nice Christmas weeks. bonus. Well, yeah, I didn't have to worry about unemployment because, <clears throat> yeah, I had a, I had a did health. Did they pay you all up front? Well, they once, so I got my last paycheck, and then after that, they paid out all my vacation. So that was a like three or four paychecks worth in one paycheck. That was pretty big. But and then I went to the frontier. <laughs> I did, <laughs> and then it was gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe we should move on to some bad news. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. So, I read one story that just, uh, this seems to happen on a routine basis whenever there's like a police chase. Um, so, I was reading the headline, it was on Fox 11, uh, it was an update, man who fled into the woods of northern Wisconsin taken into custody. Uh, in Manaqua, a man who is believed to be armed and dangerous in Oneida County, Oneida County, has reportedly <laughs> reported God damn it. Reportedly taken into custody. He, uh, 32-year-old Cody Hebner. Uh, oh, God. What? <laughs> no, it's hilarious. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, were you, sorry, one of your stories? No, no, no. I I saw it the whole... <laughs> yeah, they were looking for a man to believe armed and dangerous and asked people to lock their doors. And uh, this was around December 14th. Uh, they tr- uh, Police were trying to make contact with this man who was acting suspicious and then he reportedly got into his vehicle and started a police chase and then he stole another vehicle while in pursuit he must have stopped got out of the vehicle and yep. stole another vehicle uh <clears throat> i don't know why but after a short police chase after that he just ran into the woods and believed to have a gun why does everybody think that they're just gonna make it when they run into the woods like eventually, you get like search and rescue called on you, <laughs> or the you're just gonna die. All this the... technology that they have. But, well, no, I'm just like, what's your thinking of getting away from the police? That the woods is gonna save you, especially in northern Wisconsin and Monaco, where there's wolves. I think that like... what it is is that they uh, think to themselves that they can hide under like some type of brush. <laughs> well, that actually that goes. I was. Remember when I was talking about doing a serial killer yeah. or Wisconsin murder podcast? Yeah. Uh, called what was I going to call it? In the land of cheese and murder. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the name of it. But there was a guy in uh, uh, Kashina and somewhere around the area back in the seventies. Yep. He shot a couple people and he was hiding in the woods in a brush pile, and like sheriffs and local state police were after him and they were combing the woods and this sheriff's officer was 
investigating this brush pile thinking maybe there'd be somebody in it but eventually he decided not to take it apart and the guy was in there see so the guy was like and he was probably in there and he making... had a pistol waiting to shoot this cop so i don't know maybe there's something to it but it just seems to me like all right i'm running into a woods i have no idea how big it is or where it ends or what direction i'm going in oh there's a wolf i'm fucked i just don't get like that how do you think you're gonna get away right i don't know criminal mind well doesn't think straight maybe he should have watched bear grills and figured out how to survive <laughs> after you just murdered somebody they should that's what bill or not bear grills um uh less stroud oh less survivor Stroud. man yeah, after to, killing someone yeah <laughs> you know what i'm gonna make friends with bigfoot and i'm gonna get through this yeah. <laughs> jack ling's sasquatch shows up and it just helps you taking out the cops hey, in I, the started, I started a whole new life i was armed and dangerous dealing <laughs> yeah. drugs and stealing cars and now I'm making huts with Sasquatch. This is the life. <laughs> well, that's all I had for bad oh, news. Oh, that's what you had? Okay, so this is the bad news that I have. So police in Wisconsin uh, took a man with an outstanding six OWI warrant into custody after he was found passed out at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Aw. <laughs> Watching to, the World Cup. And once again, because last week we had a thing about Something happened in Madison. The Madison Police Department officers were sent to Buffalo Wild Wings to check on someone who had passed out at the bar. Authorities say the incident happened around this or happened on December twelfth at six twenty p.m. What is with these salads? Amateurs. Yeah. Well, see, he probably was watching the World Cup and he thought he was going to drink every beer of every country that was in the World Cup. Yeah. So when officers arrived, they, they made contact with the individual who was identified as 27-year-old Morgan Little. Morgan Little. Yep. Sounds like an old Western guy who needs to want a dead or alive. Exactly. Little reportedly had an outstanding warrant for his sixth offense OWI. He was taken to Dane County Jail where cocaine was found on his, <laughs> on him. Little then was booked on new charges of possession of cocaine, and court records have showed that Little is scheduled to appear in court on December 20th for his preliminary hearing. So uh, good luck to you there, Mr. Little. Morgan. <laughs> uh, he was booked on uh, December 12th at 9.37 p.m. Wow, very, oh. very delicate right Poor now. guy. Yeah. Just wanted to celebrate the World Cup. <laughs> at Buffalo only, Wild Wings. <laughs> the only sport he likes. You know, when you're looking to get hammered, you go to a – commercial chain restaurant no you go to a dive bar <laughs> yeah, exactly because here's the thing they'll let you sleep on the bar <laughs> but nobody turns on the world cup yeah that's the other thing yeah Aww. i mean do you think we're actually going to walk into a bar around here and be like hey can you turn on the hey world can you cup? turn on it's morocco versus italy no no they're gonna be like this hey south park's on yeah we're <laughs> we're watching wedding crashers douchebag yeah <laughs> Alrighty. Well, uh, I didn't get to go see Hans Kim at Skyline on Thursday like I wanted to. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't find. See, some of these comedians that are younger who don't have specials out or a lot of material out. Uh, like I want to put John Carden on for this week because I seen him open for Big J Okerson, and he's a really good comic. It's just he doesn't have any material out there on like youtube or anything because he doesn't have a special he's still an opener for the headliner of you know a show for the most part he's not headlining yet so hopefully in the coming years these guys get their own specials and start to headline because 
a lot of them are very good. We're we're in like a golden age of stand-up comedy again. You got the old and the new coming together. Yeah, the well, the older guys are helping out the newer guys because they see how talented they are, and uh, you know, they're trying to spread the love. Whereas back in like the '80s and '90s, they were it was all cutthroat. Yeah, you'd almost you'd almost uh, <clears throat> cut a guy down just because you thought he was competition. Now it's like there's enough work for everybody, so everybody's sort of in it together. It's but much what's, much better. But what I guess, in a way, what's what's better, I guess, what's great about having social um, media videos and uh, audio, you know, any type of thing like that, it's easier to recognize a real comedian through a fake one who steals material because back yeah. then you didn't have that. Or the hacky comedians who. You know, if they put out a, a thing on TikTok or Instagram or something and it sucks, they get fucking roasted by comedy yep. fans. Be like, you fucking hack. You What are you doing? Another airline fucking joke? Be like, that, that shit went out in the 90s. So I was going through our list of comedians and I had to pick a icon who left us way too soon. Patrice O'Neill started out uh, on the East Coast New York scene. He was a, uh, a guest on the Opie and Anthony show all the time. And he had, uh, I believe, two specials. I think one was called Elephant in the Room, and then there was this one. But this is one of my favorite bits of Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill, there was nobody like him before or since that was just brazenly accurate in what he said. And he could rip somebody apart like... Just by looking at him, he was all he was always on the uh, uh, tough crowd with Colin Quinn. He was always a guest on there too. So if you ever watched uh, Comedy Central back in you know the early two thousands, mid two thousands, tough crowd with Colin Quinn would always have like Patrice and um, what the fuck, Jim Norton. Jim Norton was another one. Uh, he was always on it. Uh, Greg Giraldo, who also is past he was a suicide um patrice died of something diabetes related i think it was diabetes i know he had diabetes but then he had i forget what what happened but man you want to talk about a guy who was climbing the ladder and was gonna be a fucking superstar in the comedy world it was patrice o'neill he would he would definitely have all the movie parts that craig robinson took like Patrice, I think Patrice actually was on The Office for a little bit. He was uh, with Craig Robinson. So if you go back, he was one of the warehouse workers. Um, but anyway, take a listen to this. This is one of my favorite bits from Patrice O'Neill, our comedian of the week. You ever feel like a terrible person when you're watching the news? Like, like you watch the news, and no matter what's on, you just you just can't you can't care. Like you try to, but it just 30,000 Chinese people died in an earthquake. And you're like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh, wow. I could care less. Oh my God. A missing mother of 10 hasn't been seen in two weeks. You're like, all right, I'm gonna care about this. I know it. I know, I know. I, oh, wow. 
I don't give a damn. Like, I mean, I believe in God, but I, you know, like, I'm not deep into religion. Like, I'm too afraid to not believe in God, you know? Like, I'm not an atheist. I'm like, b- before that, like, b- like... Like, I believe in God when I'm in, on planes. Like, I really believe in God. <laughs> you ever try to make a side deal with God, just... When I get on planes, I look at some old ladies struggling with her bags, having trouble putting it in overhead. I'm like, wait a minute, lady. Let me get that for you, ma'am. Let me put that heavy bag up there for you because, you know, look, God. <laughs> look what a great guy I am helping this woman with her bags. You ain't going to let the plane crash, are you, Lord Jesus? Because I'm a good person. And then when the plane lands, the lady's looking at me like, you want to get my bags? I'm like, no, like what? I kept it. I kept the plane in the air, you selfish bitch. I, I, I don't even believe in ground karma. I, I kept us all alive. Let somebody else handle the ground. I'm not getting it. It's hard to be honest, man. Honesty is not the greatest thing to be. It's not, it's just no one wants to hear. Yeah. Especially your woman, you know, she don't want to hear that. You ever have your girlfriend or your wife call you from another room and she's like, sweetie! And then, like, immediately you go, your stomach just goes, oh. <laughs> oh, what does she want? <laughs> oh, this is gonna suck, I know. It's not gonna be good. Because it's never good. You want to hear what happened to me today? He'd be like, oh, not really. I make, <laughs> I always make my girlfriend tell me the end of any story she get ready to tell me first before I invest in the whole. I'd be like, shut up. What, 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 what's the end of the story? Like, somebody got shot. All right, go ahead. Try to tell the story. <laughs> Starts off wrong all the time. You know my friend Diane, right? And here's why I mess up. I go, uh, nah, I don't know Diane. You know Diane. Now I gotta tell you an hour and a half side story about who Diane is. Cause I can't keep going with the story till you know who Diane is. Remember three years ago I made you go to a party that you didn't want to go to? Or was it two years ago? Wait a minute, was it two years ago I made you go to Diane? No, it was three years ago I made you go. And remember I introduced you to a bunch of women you didn't care about? One of them was Diane. You remember now? Don't do this. Uh, yeah, 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 I remember. You don't remember, you're just saying that. So I can tell the story faster. But why don't you tell the story faster? Who got shot? Did Diane get shot? She didn't get shot? Did she shoot somebody? She didn't shoot. Why'd you say Diane? Cause she don't like guns. Why would you say that? Finish the story. Who got shot? Never mind now. You won't let me tell the story the way I want to tell the story. So I won't finish because you won't let me tell it with Diane, my friend who doesn't like guns and stuff. Hey, I'm sorry, ladies. That's not y'all. That's some other ladies that's not in here. I don't even know what women that could possibly be. 
You want to know how to... Because men, it's hard for us to love you and like you at the same time. It's just, it is what it is. Once a man loves you, he no longer likes you usually. So I'm going to give you some advice, ladies, on how to keep your man liking you once he loves you, if that's possible. This is what I think. Men want to be alone. But we don't want to be by ourselves. Does that make sense at all? Meaning, really. Look at this guy looking at his wife like, not you, sweetie, but sort of you, kind of. We want you uh, somewhere, like, in the dwelling. Just not here, like, just like around the corner, in the vents. You can sit in the vent. I don't care if you want to watch me. In the bay, on the roof, anywhere, but just not in front of me trying to be my friend. What you doing? Watching baseball? Why are you watching baseball by yourself? How come you didn't get me up? You snuck out of bed. Why'd you didn't get me up? I want to watch baseball with you. What you doing? Why are you, why you, why you down here by yourself? Move over. Move your leg off that ottoman where it's comfortable so I can sit next to you and wrap my leg around your leg in some weird I love you uh, hot vine. Move over. Give me your arm. Give me your arm. Give it to me. Let me give it. Come here. Give me a kiss. Mean it. Mean the kiss. You love me? Say it. Say it. Mean it. What you doing? Why, 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 what you eating? A hamburger? You shouldn't be eating a hamburger at 11. It's too early to eat a hamburger. Let me go make you a better sandwich. A, a turkey sandwich on 47 grain bread with no mayonnaise and, and bean sprouts. Tastes like rat turds and, and twigs. Ain't that better? Ain't that better? A dry sandwich you don't want? Ain't that better? Why is the TV so loud? Well, turn it down. Ain't that better? Can't hear the TV? Got a dry sandwich you don't want? Ain't that better? Why is it so cold in here? Turn it. Why is the ceiling fan and the air conditioner? Turn it off. Ain't that better? Sweating, wrapped up into a hot vine, can't hear the TV, got a dry sandwich. Ain't that better? Why is it so dark in here? Let some sunlight in. <laughs> Ain't that better? Can't see the TV, can't hear it. Hey, I gotta go, man. Y'all take care, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> I fucking miss Patrice uh, so bad. Do you want to know what it is so true when he was talking about? You know what? We want to be alone, but we... <laughs> <laughs> we want to be alone. We just want you in the vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> Especially right now during the holidays. And it's not only for probably like women, but it's, you know, for men too as well, where they feel like they have to have somebody for the holidays. But as soon as it's all done. <laughs> I need you on my arm when I go to events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let's wrap the show up with a little uh, Upper Deck 1991 football cards. What, what, you're up right now 4-3, right? I am up 4-3 to three on you, and Robert has zero. But he's not taking the one-chip challenge. Because he will sweat until he's a puddle of, of such. Do you want to go first? You know what? I'll go first this time. Okay. Because um, uh, you've gone first. All right, we're going to start it right away. A tight end, Ed West from the Packers. Oh, the toolbox. Yeah. 
Uh, a collector's uh, choice. Uh, we've got Morton Anderson. Hey, Hall oh, of Fame kicker. Hall of Fame kicker. Another Hall of Famer right here. I believe so. Jim Everett. Yes. Oh, famous from, from the, the uh, Rams. Yeah, well, famous from the interview with. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, yes. With, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, God damn when it. he was a coach. No, no, no. He was a, the the Jim Rome interview where he kept calling him Chris Everett. Oh, yes, he did. Yes. And then he fucking flipped the table and <laughs> said he was going to punch him in the face. Yeah. If he called him Chris one more time. Really? Are you Chris? Okay. Uh, next one. Here we go. Uh, with the New York Giants uh, tackle, John Elliott. Uh, Denver Broncos, Ricky Nettley. Yeah, you know, Rick Nettley. <laughs> yeah. All right. From the Packers, another one. Anthony Dillwig. Holy shit. Number eight, the lefty. Yep. He? No, he was a righty. Was he? Yeah. No, uh, Mark Brunel. Mar- Mark Brunel was. Do you know how many great quarterbacks we had come out? Yeah, because and Brett Favre Ty was Detner, there. Yeah. Hasselbeck. <laughs> Detmer was a Heisman yeah. winner from BYU. I had his uh, rookie card. Yeah. Signed, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I have a signed Ty Detmer card somewhere. Aaron Brooks was another one. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. All right, anyway, back to this linebacker, Lamar Lathan from the Oilers, which a funny story about the Oilers I will tell you about actually after you're done with yours. Okay. Uh, Andre Tip Tippett Tip from the uh, awesome New England Patriots, oh, the, the old, old school. school Minutemen. Yep. Uh, next card here. Oh, God damn, these things are. Uh, Tony Casillas from the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Thurman Thomas Collector's Choice. Hey, there's a good one. That is a good one. All right, put that in with the good one. Wait, <laughs> I put Anthony Dillwig in my good one. No, that's not. That's a <laughs> no. that's a Packer yeah, fan I know, only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian Hinkle from Hardly the has um, any stats. Steelers. And then uh, finish it off with Carl Zander from the Bengals. Okay. Well, let's see. My number, my first card here is good old quarterback for the Lions, Rodney Pete. Oh, wow, Rodney Pete, number nine. Yes. I got a collector's choice John Elway card. What the? F- There's a nice one. Hall of Famer beat the fucking Packers when I was firing the Super Bowl. All right, that was rigged. Yeah, running 1999. So they got this guy listed as a kick returner, punt returner only, and he did play for the Packers. But this card is with the Cardinals. Good old Vi Sikahema. Holy shit! Remember him? Yes. All righty for the Browns. Thomas Gash. What an unfortunate name. <laughs> I got a gash hey, in my forehead. There we go. San Francisco safety cut off his own finger in a game. Ronnie, Ronnie Lott. Lott. That's number, a good number 42. You betcha. For the Vikings, Rick Feeney running back. Don't remember him. Who's the running back for the that always burned us for the Vikings? Robert Peterson. No, no, no. Oh. Oh, uh, Robert Smith. Robert Smith. He yep. was a hell of a running back. Yep. All right. For the Bills, guard Jim Richter. <laughs> I was like, I thought he was like, Jim Rome? Jim what? Richter. Richter's a, a Shano County name. Yes, it is. Another collector's choice looks like, and I think it is, Art Monk. Oh, my God. Nice one. Well, you already got this. I am winning this one. Yeah, you already have. Who else we got here? Kicker for the Redskins, Chip Lee Miller. (laughs) Lee, well, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Rams guard, Tim Newberry. And my last card is the Bears, Jim Thornton. So I got three good ones. Lot, Art Munkin, John Elway. 
Wow. Man, you can't catch a break on this, can no. you? <laughs> We talking about I did before. Yeah, you you I think you got the first three good packs and then it's been slowly downhill from there, bud. Well, you know what? Don't you, you can't look at it that way. You know, <laughs> personally, I I'm feel a- like it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. Okay, bud. What do we got? I'm just saying how many packs we got left here. Let me count. Got about 2 4 6 8 9 back 18 packs okay. left. Awesome. So nine, Wait a minute. So how does weeks. that not even work? So Robert is more or less taking Wins opportunities away from you. To opportunities away from both of us. Yeah, well, that's how the cookie crumbles, my friend. Well, you want to know what? He still doesn't have a win, though. <laughs> that's because we're not good. Because he's like, <laughs> I'm not in this, but I will open the cards. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was talking to you about, anyway, we were talking about the Houston Oilers. So um, Haywood Jeffries. Yep. Uh, so I'm. When I do like my my betting and stuff like that, I I watch every uh, Saturday morning, like when during college football and then during NFL on Sundays, I watch Veasan, mm-hmm. um, and they actually have like the directors of booking from the Circa, MGM Grand, Borgata, you name it. So these are the guys who are actually talking about the lines that they're throwing out at their casino gaming, um, and then who they would go with. Uh, so anyway, today Mike Pritchard. Who is, I don't know if you remember who Mike Pritchard is. No. Okay, so Mike Pritchard was a NFL player for nine seasons. He, he almost hit the 10-year, the, the decade. Uh, he played for Seattle, I believe, Atlanta, and shit. I forgot the last team. I know he was on three teams. Anyway, uh, they were talking about uh, players, uh, him and Brett Musburger, because Brett Musburger, now that he doesn't do, um, he used to do, it was a CBS, right, or yeah, ABC? CBS. Okay. So Brett Musburger now he only does the Las Vegas Raiders radio broadcast. Okay. And he also does Vison where uh he does the betting uh okay. whatever. So Mike or uh Brett Musburger asked him a question today. He said, um Oh, I'm sorry. The other the other team that he played with was the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Or sorry, Seattle Seahawks, Denver Broncos, and the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. That's how this story came out. Anyway, you remember when Warren Moon then played for Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, for a little bit. Right. And he played for the Vikings, too. Yes. Anyway, uh, Warren Moon, he said, to this day, he says, if I were to ever see a quarterback who had the perfect, most accurate, right-on spiral that would actually hit a receiver, and I'm still watching it to this day, Warren Moon, even though I was the receiver for him, I, I can never say that anybody actually had a better spiral. And he goes, if you go and you watch back to one, uh, watch Warren Moon throw a football, yeah. watch the spiral come in. He's he, like, had a, he had a pretty thrown ball, that guy. He threw for a lot of fucking yards. It's yep. too bad he wasn't on better teams. That's the thing that sucked. Yeah. I mean, he was on the Oilers. He was on the Vikings, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And he was a – was he a backup on the Vikings for a while? Because they had uh, – Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham played for them too. Well, I remember um, who's the guy for the Bears? McMahon played for the Vikings, too. And he played for the Packers, too. Yeah, he I know. He played for the whole NFC North. <laughs> Did he even play for the – he played for Detroit, didn't no, he? No, he didn't. I'm joking. That that would have been a he, – he would have turned it down and retired instead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the time, though, they – well, back when they had Barry Sanders, I mean, they were – yeah, talk about a bunch of wasted talent in uh, Detroit. Yeah, Megatron, 
Although they won again today, and now they are five hundred. Yeah. Wow. Now the Packers have to win out for sure. It ain't gonna happen. I know, but it's gonna be we tough. can always hope. Remember that year that they barely made it into the wild card, and then they won the Super Bowl against the Steelers. Yeah, they, they had the NFC, um, the NFC Championship in Chicago. Yeah. We can only hope. All right, kids. I'm gonna finish up this Steve Weiser. Yep. And then uh, we'll see you in 2023, everybody. Hey, everybody! Don't forget though. One last thing before we go. Seriously, like record something, send it to our email or something. You know. Yeah. You or know. if you know us personally, just messages to us. Yeah, we'll we'll get that edited. We'll figure it out. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Can stick it, brother!